0: Hey guys, Sensi Star Jones here with the Keep Allow Crew Podcast. Join us each and every Sunday as we bring to you live church service from the St. John's Episcopal Church, USVI. Let's tune in and hear what Pastor Gibson has to say. Do remember, follow us on IG, Twitter, and also join us on Roku.
1: Welcome to St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. We are pleased that you have tuned into our broadcast and invite you to listen each Sunday at this time to worship with us. We are located at number 27 King Street, Christian Step, St. Croix. Please call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. We trust that today's service will be a blessing to you.
0: Let us pray. Eternal God and Father, we give you thanks today as we come to give you thanks for all you have given to us, what you have provided for us and what we have able to show as our appreciation. We thank you for the land, we thank you for our industry and commerce, and all, Lord God, that you provide, may we use it to your benefit, in Jesus' name. Amen. A very blessed 25th Sunday after Pentecost as we celebrate Harvest Thanksgiving. To those of you worshiping here at St. John's or on our Facebook page, we are happy to have you participating. We are in the Diocese of the Virgin Islands. Our readings today are taken from Harvest Thanksgiving proper. We invite you to join us on Wednesday, November the 17th in the St. Mary Chapel at noontime. And the next Sunday, the 21st of November, for the 26th Sunday after Pentecost, the last Sunday of Pentecost, as we celebrate Christ the King Sunday. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Joanne Harvey, as her daughter, Jerrica Jarvis, celebrates her birthday today. The radio broadcast is also sponsored by the family of Anderson Marchant Jr. birthday today. this comes from his wife Janelle and the, the boys and all the family wishing you every blessing today's radio broadcast is also sponsored by the George family recognizing their husband father grandfather and great-grandfather Ian Chubby George as he celebrates his birthday tomorrow May God continue to bless you all with good health and wealth and prosperity in the days ahead. Let us now say our mission statement together. As disciples of God at St. John's Episcopal Church are called to restore all people in unity through Christ. Embracing justice, peace, and love.
2: We bring the harvest of flowers. Consider the lilies of the field how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. O Lord, how manifold is thy works! We bring the harvest of the cornfields, oats, wheat, rye, and barley. Man shall not live by bread alone. it out of the mouth of the Lord. We bring the harvest of vegetables, avocados, turnips, and other products of the good earth, food for all thy creatures opens thy hands and they are filled with good we bring the harvest of fruits apples bananas, oranges and other blessings of a fruitful tree the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength he gives food to all flesh we bring the harvest of man's love for the place of prayer linens vestments, and altar vessels. The Lord is in his holy temple. We bring the varied products of earth and sea, brought to our use by the skill of man and manifold aid of machinery and craftsmanship. Prosper thou our handiwork. We bring containers of pure spring water, an emblem of God's never-failing care for his people. It's like a tree planted by the waters. We bring the harvest of collection, sign of man's toil and labor. It is the Lord alone that yields our increase. All things come of thee, O Lord. In these two loaves of bread, we bring the harvest of our land, the fruit of man's labor, and the means by which he labors. To God, Creator, and Redeemer, we offer back that which he has given with thanksgiving. Blessed be thou, O Lord of God, forever and ever, for all that is in the heaven and earth is thine.
0: Beloved, do not forget the judgment of God is upon us for any misuse of our stewardship, for any neglect of lands, or all waste and alter, adulteration of food, and for the injustices in its distribution. Before our thanksgiving, therefore, Let us ask pardon for all failures in stewardship and pray to God to accept these loaves of bread as a sign of our thankfulness and for our desire to dedicate both our work and our lives to his obedience. Our act of worship now continues with the gradual hymn number 291-291. Blessed be the one holy and living God. God The Lord be with you. you Let us pray. O God, you have made us co-creators of our destiny. We give thanks for the productivity and for the advances in many fields, in industry and in commerce, and in science and technology. Keep us ever mindful of your power and your love, the origin of all that is, the source of strength and wisdom, harmony and wealth. All things come from you, O God. We give you our own with praise and thanksgiving through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant us so to hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. We ask your blessings this morning upon Claudette as she would read the scriptures. And may the words of her mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Please be seated for the ministry of the word.
2: A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 8, beginning at verse 1. This entire commandment that I command you today, you must diligently observe. So that you may live and increase and go in and occupy the land that the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors. Remember the long way that the Lord your God has led you for these 40 years in the wilderness in order to humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commandments. He humbled you by letting you hunger, then by feeding you with manna, with which neither you nor your ancestors were acquainted in order to make you understand that one does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Therefore, keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land where you may eat bread without scarcity, where you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and from whose hills you may mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Do not say to yourself, my power and the might of my own hand have gained me this wealth. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, so that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors as he is doing today. If you do forget the Lord your God and follow other gods to serve and worship them, I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish. Like the nations that the Lord is destroying before you, so shall you perish, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Amen. The Psalm for today is Psalm 65, found in the Book of Common Prayer, page 672. Please remember to pause at the asterisk. You are praised, you are to be praised, O God, in Zion. To you shall vows be performed in Jerusalem. Our sins are stronger than we are, but you will blot them out. Awesome things will you show us in your righteousness, O God of our salvation. O oh, hope of all the ends of the earth and of the seas that are far away. You, you, you still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the clamor of the peoples. You visit the earth and water it abundantly. You make it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. You drench the furrows and smooth out the ridges. With heavy rain, you soften the ground and bless its increase. May the fields of the wilderness be rich for grazing, and the hills be clothed with joy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. A reading from the Epistle of James, chapter 1, beginning at verse 17. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfillment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Therefore, rid yourselves of all sordidness and rank growth of wickedness, and welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any are hearers of the word, and not doers, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves, and on going away, immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. If anything they are religious and do not bridle their tongues, but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world hear what the spirit is saying to the god's people the gradual hymn is hymn 424 for the fruit of all creation
0: The Lord be with you. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning at the 25th verse. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food? And the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the ear. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of, of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the ladies of the field. What will we eat? Or, what will we drink? Or, what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your Heavenly Father knows what you need in all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things will be given to you. As well, the gospel of the Lord. this entire commandment that I command you today, you must diligently observe so that you may live and increase and go in and occupy the land that the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors. Let us pray, eternal God and Father, as you kept your promises, Help us today as we move about in serving you and serving one another to be faithful to the promises that we've committed ourselves to, whether in our baptismal covenant or as we confirm what was promised on our behalf. We pray this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Please say. Some thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter eight and verses one. This entire commandment that I command you today, you must diligently observe, so that you may live and increase, and go in and occupy the land that the Lord promised on oath to our to your ancestors. Harvest and uh, giving thanks is about remembering I say that because you don't remember what was done for you and if you can't remember what was done for you you cannot give thanks look at the society in which we live people are so accustomed to having someone do something for them And in so doing, the most times they forget to say thank you. Nothing is wrong with the kindness of governments or other philanthropic entities. But at the same time, where are the programs that enable many a person to develop an opportunity to produce a harvest for themselves and their families? We learn from the Old Testament reading in Deuteronomy chapter 8 that Israel is told to remember all the things that God did, is doing, and what he will continue to do for them. But some conditions come with those grants that are received. The Hebrew people must remain faithful to God by keeping the ordinances that were set up for them through Moses. Yes, the people were told that they would reap in abundance as long as they remained faithful to the cause of serving God. But did that happen? No. Even though God provided harvest after harvest, the people went on to reject God and to sin. As a result, the harvest became depleted. And not until the people would recognize their demise and return to God would the harvest appear again. It is perhaps with such thoughts that we examine our own situation in 2021. And even as we go through the pandemic, I'm not sure if there was a recognized scarcity that was prevalent in the society until recently. I try to analyze the situation, whether it is that although we have, there's not enough, or that we do not care about the other who do not have resources to get. Recently, there was a, a offering by the, the USDA, and I, I did not know about it, but as I was going to the, the farmers market early on, uh, on a Saturday morning, I saw all of these vehicles and people by the educational complex school, and only to find out afterwards that they were given a, giveaways and the traffic was horrendous. It was all the way back up to Bethlehem, all the way going down west, all through um, the road that would take you to Holy Cross by the agriculture fairgrounds. And after finding out what was going on, what did that suggest to me? And there were not people in any old vehicles or any broken down vehicles. But there were people in some of the latest models vehicles. I wonder if afterwards receiving, if they were remembering of God for providing for them or for their families or for their friends. When we look at the remainder of the world where there's abject scarcity, or when on the other hand there's abandonment of God we are faced to ask ourselves the question do these two go together and if so why does it exist perhaps one can say that because like Israel as we read in a text from Deuteronomy chapter 8 we who have so much knowledge today that is available to us continue to behave in the same way that Israel did, where God will provide for us, and then we will turn our backs on God. The Hebrew people were offered harvests of food, rich stone, and healthy living. And we are no less offered such privileges today, and yet there's no harvest for God. As we recall, Israel was an agrarian uh, community, knowing how to fish and mine for precious stones. We still do the same today, but with a twist, a different flair. Today we call it commerce and industry. However, When closely examined, only a few are reaping the harvest while others are struggling to reap the benefits of life. Agricultural festivals, as we know of today, are of great antiquity and are common to many religions. Among the Jews, the three pilgrimage feasts Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles each had agricultural significance. Medieval Christianity also developed a number of such observances, none of which unfortunately we incorporate into the prayer book. On Thursday the United States of America will celebrate their own Thanksgiving Day, which finds its roots in observances begun by colonists in Massachusetts and Virginia, a tradition later taken up and extended to the whole of the United States nation by action of Continental Congress. What will Thanksgiving Day mean to us? if? We do not pause and give God thanks, not only on Thanksgiving Day or on a a day like this, but for every day. It reminds us then that we will become like Israel. Let me share here. That as I enjoy going to the agriculture fair with all the local and Caribbean projects, the various offerings that are presented, And yes, that includes the animals, the various technology that is available today, and the produce that makes life easier. How thankful are we? Let me here remind us that harvest and thanksgiving are two different things that over the years, somehow or the other has been meshed into one. Unfortunately, we in the church struggled today with harvest. And if you recall, early in the year we celebrated Rogation, a period of preparing the soil for reaping, hence harvest. Many a seed, my sisters and brothers, has been planted, but no harvest is being reaped. And so it brings me to look at our own selves. Yes, we plan, but where is the food to be reaped? Is it that there's no watering as Paul suggested? Or is it the present mindset of the pandemic that everything must be provided? Or is it that who plants must water and reap as well. Whatever the response, there's a shortage of faithful servants in planting, watering, and reaping for God. Last week, there was a discussion about raising up men and women for God. And the question again was asked, how are these persons supposed to be convinced when they are aware of the neglect and lack of love for each other? Apart from those, the society generally seems infected. Yes, we want to plant seeds. But we are the planters. We want to plant seeds, but where are the persons who are doing the watering? We want to plant seeds, but where are those who are willing to reap? In other words, God's word is being sown, but there's no one watering. There's no one willing to read. What does it say to us? Who read God's scripture? How is it inviting us with all the knowledge that we hear about how Israel behaved? How is it informing us today to move away from such behavior and inculcate in ourselves and in those around us a new way of giving thanks to God. If we look around, why are so many living on the fringes of society? Why are so many marginalized? Why are so many lacking faith in God? Apart from the response that all of us have sinned and that we will always have the poor with us, we go on sinning as if it is normal. And those of you who would have done psychology would have heard the SM1 continues to do the same wrong all the time. Soon they be- believe that they are doing the correct thing. As a result, there's no reaping, there's no harvest. As we approach the end of this present church year and are on the threshold of a, a new year, what do we have to say for ourselves? We've just celebrated 261 years of mission and ministry in this part of God's vineyard. What, are, what seeds are we planting? Who's doing the watering? What part have we played in the process so that the harvest would be plentiful? And for those of you viewing, not only us here at St. John, I am speaking to, but those who are on the hearing and are, 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 are seeing, how are we encouraging or informing others about serving for God? How are we encouraging? Or is it because of what we are saying Is detracting others from serving God. The response calls on us personally to respond where we are, whose we are, and where we find ourselves as the harvest is plentiful, but with very few laborers. It should leave us this response. we are ready for our Lord God to come and take responsibility for what we have offered and provided so that it may multiply so that those who are not sure those who are on the fringes those those who are marginalized may see our good works and join us in giving thanks to God. Let us today know and remember that God has led us, humbled us, and tested us for the future harvests of life. Today, we are called to plant, to water, and to harvest, so that it may be a continuation on this earth until Christ comes again. Amen. Please stand. Let us now reaffirm our faith in the Nicene Creed and for those of you at home in the Book of Common Prayer on page 358. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. On this second Sunday before Advent, in the world cycle of prayer, we pray for the people of the Netherlands. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we pray for the the Anglican Church of Australia. In the ecumenical cycle of prayer, we pray for the members. Of the Anglican Church of Canada. We continue to pray for our, our presiding Bishop Michael Bruce Curry, for our retired Bishop Everett Ambrose Gums, for the ecclesiastical authority of our diocese, the Standing Committee, for all bishops and other ministers, for our clergy and the lady of this diocese for all the holy people of god especially today we continue to pray for the standing committee the clergy the diocesan council and the chancellor of this diocese as we discern with guidance with the guidance of the holy spirit a spirit to choose a bishop provisional Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And hasten the coming of your kingdom. Let us offer our prayers to God for the life of the world and for all God's people in their daily life and work. God, the beginning and the ending of all things. In your providence and care, you watch unceasingly over all creation. We offer our prayers that in us and in all your people, your will may be done according to your wise and loving purpose in Christ our Lord. Lord of all life, we pray for all through whom we receive sustenance and life, for our farmers and agricultural workers, for our packers, distributors, and company boards. As you have so ordered our life that we depend upon each other, enable us by your grace to seek the well being of others before our own. Lord of all creation, we pray for all engaged in research to safeguard crops against disease and to produce abundant life among those who hunger and and whose lives are at risk. Prosper the work of their hands and the searching of their minds, that their labor may be for the welfare of all. Lord of all wisdom, we pray for governments and aid agencies and those areas of the world where there is disaster, drought, and starvation. We pray by the grace of your spirit to touch our hearts and the hearts of all who live in comfortable plenty. Make us wise stewards of your gifts, remembering those less fortunate than ourselves. Lord of all justice, almighty healing God, your blessed risen and ascended son, Jesus Christ, went about doing good and healing all manner of sickness and disease among the people. We pray for all who are ill. Continue to Lift up those in our hospitals and research centers. Lord, your gracious work among us, especially those ministering to those affected by the novel coronavirus. Conceal the sick. Grant to the researchers, physicians, nurses, and all healthcare providers, the assisting staff wisdom and skill and we pray this morning, Lord God, send down your blessings on all who serve the suffering and are searching for relief. Today we pray for all clergy who are ill or recuperating from surgery or from COVID-19 coronavirus. For Hollis, Chris, Corinne, Bernard and Monica. Straker, Azeja, Victor, John, Cyril, Sandra, Pablo, Janet, Janice, Joanne, Phyllis, Christopher, Ruth, Gwendolyn, Dorothy. David, Omari, Douglas, Albert, Moses, David and Pat, Christopher, Joan, Julia, Mary Allen, Annabelle Lockhart, and for all who call upon the church at this time for prayers. That their weakness may be banished and their strength restored. And that their health being renewed, they may bless your holy name. Lord of all compassion. Remember those who have died. Whom we entrust to your eternal love in the hope of the resurrection and the new life. Today, especially, we remember our departed sister and vestry member, Josephine Williams and Charlene Marcos, Lord of all peace. We offer ourselves to your service, asking that by the Spirit at work in us, Others may receive a rich harvest of love and joy and peace. Remember all those involved in industry and commerce. Lord of all faithfulness. Together we say the hurricane supplication prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, Lord of heaven and the earth, grant unto us thy suppliant people protection against hurricanes, earthquakes, and other calamities, that in tranquility of weather we may rejoice in the comfort we desire and may always make right use of thy bountiful goodness through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God of grace, as you are ever at work in your creation, so fill your wise and loving purpose in us and in all for whom we pray, that with them and in all that you have made, your glory may be revealed and the world and the whole earth give praise to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Let us now kneel as we confess our sins to God. Opposing your will in our lives, we have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ. That we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord and through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen for you in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Please stand. Sisters and brothers. The peace and love of our triune and liberating God be always with you. At this time, we now have um, a presentation to Jeanette Roberts. Kizari, yes.
3: to read her Bible. And what are you to her? Hmm? Uh, You're a family? No. No? <laughs> okay. okay, go right ahead.
4: Janique Roberts was born on August 8, 2001, in Miami, Florida, to parents Janelle Smith and Cuthbert Roberts. She then was brought to St. Croix at the age of six. Jeanique attended Alfredo Andrews and Proby Larson Elementary School in 2014. In 2014, she was promoted to seventh grade with honors from Proby Larson School, where her grandmother, Janet Smith, mentored her and kept her focus. Her middle school years were spent at John H. Woodson Junior High School. She remembers those clearly because her uncle, Joni, spoiled her with lunch daily, not the cafeteria food. And May- Made sure she stayed safe. She inducted. She was inducted into National Junior High Sorority while at Junior High Woodson. John H. Woodson. She was promoted from the eighth grade in 2016. Jeanique then moved on to Saint Croix Central High School. Although she was a member of the National, High, the National Honor Society, she still found the time to join other organizations such as JAG and the, the Rotary Club. If any time Janique had problems with her schoolwork, she would also get help from Miss Greenwich and Miss Brown. Jeannie graduated virtually from high school in 2020, which was bittersweet moments for her. Despite the challenges and changes to the school schedule due to the pandemic, she graduated in the top 10 with the, of the high honors. As a young member of the St. John Episcopal Church, Junique is a member of the youth organization and has served as vice president of the group. She also is a member of the church steel band. She played guitar pan, then later moved on to play double second pan, which she became her favorite pan to play. She, also, she is also on the church media team, where she assists with the weekly radio broadcast and the live stream of the church service to our Facebook page. Janique currently attends the University of St. Clair, where she studies psychology. We are so proud of her. Congratulations, Janique, for being honored by St. John's Church.
3: Come forward, please, Janique, and your family. Come forward. You might not see her often because she's always up in the back taking care of her media needs. With the media people, please give Janique a round of applause. Janique, on behalf of of St. John's Episcopal Church in honor of twenty-two hundred and sixty-first year of rededication recognizes the plaque reads, Jeanique Roberts. It's your outstanding, for your outstanding leadership, dedication, commitment, and service at St. John's Episcopal Church and your community presented was supposed to be what they did today on the 31st day of October 2021 by the right Reverend by Reverend Gregory H. Gibson, priest
1: in charge.
3: Round of applause Thank you, first I would like to thank God for giving me the opportunity to serve in his church. Even though thanks to my mom and grandma's for supporting and encouraging, I didn't mean to give, even when I was hesitant. I would also like to thank Reverend Gibson, the ECY, especially the great group of advisors, and to everyone who were there for me along the way. I grew up in this church, so it, was, it has always been a part of my life. Once more, thanks for bestowing this honor. Congratulations again to Miss Jeannie Roberts. We will continue with honoring our honorees every Sunday that we can. Take care.
1: Thank you for listening to the St. John's Episcopal Church Hour. Every Sunday, we get together for worship at 8.30 a.m. Our church is located at number 27 King Street, Christian said St. Croix. Come visit with us. We welcome you to our services. For more information, call us at 340-778-8221 or email us at stjecstx at vipowernet.net. You can also hear this broadcast at our Facebook page at St. John's Episcopal Church, VI. Have a blessed day.